All right, welcome back to another edition of This Week in College Football, brought to you by CFB Talk Daily. Today is Friday, November 15th. Uh, we had a pretty eventful week last weekend, uh, some some uh, little shakeups in the rankings, as we saw. So first, let's talk about some of the games last weekend. Uh, we're going to start with the big one. Everyone's going to want to hear what we have to say. Uh, Penn State, Minnesota. All right, so I'm uh, going to steal something from uh, Bar- Barstool here. I dungeoned Minnesota, thought they were toast, thought they were frauds. I did not think they were going to beat Penn State. And, uh, you know, they blew my par away, cost me 500 bucks, but they did it. Minnesota, impressive. I know you're not a P.J. Fleck guy, but what he's done at Minnesota, at this point, they're rowing yachts. Like, they're not rowing yeah. boats anymore. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I also agreed that I thought Minnesota had no shot in this game. Um it helps that Clifford played poorly. I mean, poorly no, is not the word for how yeah, he played. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, that's not taking anything away from what Minnesota did. It just looked like Penn State couldn't defend the pass. Um, yeah, they just beat Penn State with that. There were a couple played at the end of the game. I thought there maybe was going to be a pass interference called on the tie, on the power the route over the middle. Yeah. I thought there was going to be that a little was a bad ball. action. Was way too far behind Hamler. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was a bad ball. I, th- I thought he was going to get bailed out, but, um, oh, Minnesota looked good. Uh, it, they, you know, the crowd seemed pretty pumped, honestly. Like, it seemed like one of a, like a really good place to watch a game. Yeah, um, I still think it should have been a night game, but. So the next game we're going to talk about also wasn't a night game, and it should have been. Uh, LSU-Alabama. That's, that, that's all you had to say about Minnesota? Yeah, I mean. Really not much else to say. We'll talk about them a little uh, bit later. I mean, have they made you eat your words about P.J. Fleck yet? No, because my, my P.J. Fleck opinion isn't anything about how he's a, a bad coach. He's a good coach. I just don't like P.J. Fleck. Yeah, but why not? Like, what makes you not like P.J. Fleck? I want to hear it now. Okay. So I'll start it with uh, – you got to give me a second because I have to pull up some names because I forget names very easily. And if I sound congested, that is because I'm letting you guys know this is a flu game episode. Um, we're out here grinding. I, I think I've got maybe a little case of the flu, so I'm not letting that stop me. So when P.J. Fleck came in, he kind of like changed. He came in, he was like, I'm going to change the culture of this program. I'm going to turn this program around. Like, I'm going to do this. And this program had no desire before I got here. And like, uh, I'm pretty he, sure. Is he wrong? Uh, but I'm pretty sure the let me make sure before I say this. Um, when Tracy Clays was there, they had better records than PJ Fleck had in his first two years. Yeah, but no, look what he's done now though. No, I know. Like I, I I get that. Like he so has he's obviously kind of making you eat your words. Not really, because I still think he's like he thinks he's the man when like well, he is a good coach. It's a hot commodity. He's getting paid like a lot of money to stay in Minnesota. Like 2016, Minnesota was nine and four. That was Tracy Clay's last year. PJ mm-hmm. Fleck comes in and says, "I'm going to change the program. I'm changing everything." Uh, and then they go five and seven, don't go to a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all of Tracy Clay's guys, and they went five and seven. And then the year well, after, maybe, maybe his guys just weren't good. Yeah, but they won nine games. Yeah, but that was with those seniors. Maybe the next class wasn't as good, didn't step up, didn't buy into the new coach, and now with a team that's buying into it, look what they're doing. And then they went seven and six, so they made a bowl game. Bowl game. Still not that's still good. not as good as Tracy Clay's last year. All right, but and then obviously this year. 
No, yeah, no. well, look at this year. So in three years, he has them with zero losses nine weeks into the year. No, I, I'm not. I've never said anything about PJ. Yeah, Fleck. well, I'm just saying he, him changing the culture is probably for the better. Like I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone to agree with you. Uh, my dad does. So that's all I need. Okay, well, Bobby, you're wrong, and no offense, but no, I see. I just don't like. They had a winning culture, and I, I feel like him coming in and saying, like, but, you would think but, that he was winning taking culture one win is, is it? Isn't they might have well been if you're winning five games and you have potential to be a nine-win program. Yeah, and he won five games and had potential to win nine yeah, games as we see. Now he's winning nine. You know what I mean? Like I get I get what you're saying. Like obviously PJ Fleck, what he's done for that program, you cannot take that away from him. I do think PJ Fleck is a you know, obviously a great coach. Um, sometimes I just think his personality is a little too much in your face, but that's just who he is, and I I won't take that away from a coach because that's how you are. You know, that's just how he has led teams and he's had success doing so. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, but, I think it was a good thing for him, but we can move on. I just wanted to, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I finally aired it out. Throw it in your face, yeah. So uh, before I oh, before you go any further, are you actually re- recording? Yeah, I'm recording. All right, it says I am on my screen, so Does, it doesn't say it for me, but it's on my Xbox. So, so the next game that we're going to talk about was a game we actually both got right. That's not very common in games like this. Uh, LSU Alabama. The score is only a five-point game, but uh, that game was, if you watched it, you kind of felt that LSU really was pulling away from that game. Um, the first thing I'll say is I think that early on, Coach O, the game plan they had to rush extra guys and make two a move was genius. I mean, it's so simple, but it's still just like a very like genius move to make two a move on that already injured ankle. Um, I mean, we saw Tua, Tua still threw four touchdowns, but that first drive, they're pushing the ball down the field on LSU. And I was watching it with my friends, and they were like, wow, like Ella, Alabama's moving the ball. And I said, it's just going to be really painful when Tua fumbles the ball here in the red zone. And what did he do? Fumbled the ball. So, But I think there were um, LSU domin- – I, I think LSU dominated that game. Uh, Joey Burrow, I told him, or I told you guys that if he continued to put on a performance and he performed in the uh, Alabama game, that he is uh, my front runner for Heisman. It is his to lose now, in my opinion, thirty-one to thirty-nine for three ninety-three. Uh, so my thoughts on the LSU game is the overreaction after it is nuts. Every time Alabama loses, people are like, "Oh, this is the end. This is the end." Uh, that guy wrote the article about is the dynasty over? Don't think it is. But Joe Burrow did outplay Tua for the most part. Tua had better passing yards. But a lot of them were in garbage time. You're throwing the ball, so they're a little inflated. Yeah, I think he had like a 70-yard touchdown at the end of the game. Yeah, he did. It was nuts. That was a good play. Uh, I don't think LSU is as good as people think they are, though. I'm just going to say that now. Offensively, they're very good. But their defense, which is usually the strength of the LSU teams, vulnerable. They were wide open Alabama receivers <laughs> on a lot of plays. And I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you on that because uh... – I mean, we've seen LSU be very like susceptible to the run, and I think that uh, once they get like, and once they get challenged with a team that doesn't like uh really shy down, and they get ran on like straight down, like really, if Tua doesn't turn that ball over in the first possession of the game, we're not talking about LSU winning that game. In all honesty, no, because Alabama was moving at the end of the game; they had no trouble running up the middle. Yeah. Um, what was his name? The running back at Alabama right now. 
Najee Harris, yeah, Harris was running over LSU. They couldn't tackle. And I get Grant Delpit has a sprained ankle as well, so he wasn't at 100%. Uh, I know two is not likely to play this week. Delpit, I'm not sure, but he was playing hurt too, but he just could not tackle. And he's people talk about him as the best safety in the country, and he mm-hmm. couldn't tackle. So I actually want to like comment on the thing you just said about the dynasty, because you sent me that article, mm-hmm. and I understand what the guy who wrote it was trying to say, because his basically his synopsis was that you don't know a dynasty is over like until five years down the road. And you did not take what I sent you and said it out loud. Well, I'm I'm just saying like you described the article to me. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying that's what you thought, and I was like, bro, I wrote no, those no, exact no, no, no. words. No, I said we we're gonna talk about it. No, and like so yeah, but like so you can't look now and be like, oh, dynasty's over. But like five years from now, if Alabama's not what they were, you can say, all right, that LSU game or that Clemson game killed their my dynasty. But yeah. when John sent that to me, my response was, if you can't see a dynasty ending in real time, why is this one different? I, I don't think the Alabama dynasty is over. One loss to the number two team in the country, and then another loss to, I think at the time, was was Clemson the number one seed last year? I believe they were. Yeah, but my thing here is, like, LSU, like, they're kind of the man right now. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I agree with that. Like they're... Oh, kiss your boots if you can do it. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm upset. <laughs> I was, like, so confused on what that was. But, you yeah, know, I'll agree. LSU. And did you see the LSU players running into uh, the recruit section after? I did. Uh, a big story, if you want to get into recruiting real quick, just for one story that's interesting. Yeah, going uh, so Elias Ricks, he is the number one corner, I believe, number two corner, number twelve player nationally. He goes to IMG Academy, and he is roommates with the number one safety in the country, who's uh, going to Ohio State. And that kid is their most like vocal recruiter for the Buckeyes, and he's been trying to flip him for so long. And now Rick said he's not taking any other visits. Shut down his recruitment 100. percent So more than one win for LSU. That's yeah. You love to. See, I I'm a big Coach O guy, so wherever Coach O goes, I go. Um, but you like to see that for LSU. Oh, Todd, what? Fuck you. Exactly. I love Coach O. Oh, that was great. Um, and then the last game I want to talk about real quick. Um, Clemson blowing the doors off NC State. Mm-hmm. I I know you had gone to sleep at halftime because you had work in the morning. I stayed up and watched it. Uh. There were a couple throws in that game where Lawrence made, where I was like, "Wow, that that's an NFL throw." Like there were a couple throws. I I think that Clemson's starting to get into a groove. I think that a lot of the talk about them not being as good as they were is kind of fueling them, because I think wow. they beat opponents now by. Now, they're they're definitely so not as good as they were. You're no, not were, changing my stance on this. They're no, they, they were very vulnerable in a lot of ways, and like I'm I know people are gonna say I'm wrong, but if you look, some guy tweeted I mean, said, "Show me stats where they've regressed." There's like seven major categories where they've regressed. They are really – they struggle in run defense. Oh, sure, against NC State, yeah, you might not. But NC State's not very good. But like you're, I think you're really going to see these weaknesses when they play another top team, which was, you could say they haven't. No, they, they played A&M, they but A&M's not that good. <laughs> but um, I will say like to, to kind of go off what you just said, like that team last year was a historically good team. Like that defensive line was just throwing NFL guys out left and right. So, I mean, like, to expect them to be as good is kind of a little crazy. 
Um, but I, Clemson, the last, I think, six games has now beat opponents by 150 but points. They don't play anyone, though. They play in a bad conference. You can't say you that's an S. They wouldn't be able to do that in the SEC. They wouldn't. Like, no, this I, team is not that good. Yeah, but they're piss-pounding opponents. But you know they're I mean? piss-pounding bad teams. Like, Alabama plays Western Carolina in a week. You know, they're going to piss-pound them? Like, Well, I always bring up the Nick Saban quote, and this has absolutely nothing to do with what you just said. I just love been watching this video the last week, and it always cracks me up. When he was talking about – someone asked if the young kids were going to play against Georgia Southern like three years ago. And he was talking about another game they played. Uh, I know what he said. He was like, the game. they ran through us like shit through a tin horn. And I just love that saying. Yeah, I just don't think – I feel like people – if you watched – it's hard to explain. Like, there's just a lot of things that come – they tackle really poorly. Like, there's just some things. Xavier Thomas, though, one thing I do want to say, he's a DN. I hate on Clemson a lot, so I want to give him a little praise here. Kid is a stud. You just want to put that out there. Um, I'm, we're going to find out. They're, they're going to have their time. Uh, oh, I, I, oh, they're going to have their time. Yeah. But, like, just ask me this. Let's go through the top five teams right now, six teams. Mm-hmm. Do you see them beating Alabama? Yes. Do you see them beating LSU? Yes. Do you see them beating Ohio State? No. Okay, I was going to say, you're out of your mind if you see them beating Ohio State. I think they only beat LSU uh, if they match them offensively, though. Yeah. I, that, I that'll, so. that'll be a shootout. Um, do you see them beating Georgia? Yes. Mm. South Carolina beat Georgia. Yeah, but team stumble. Alabama's lost games and won a national championship. Sometimes, like, you need a stumble game to, like, you know, like look in the mirror, kind of. Like, yeah, refocus. Maybe, maybe UNC was a Clemson stumble game. Yeah, Clemson's a good stumble game. <laughs> All right, so let's move into this week. Before we talk about the rankings, we're going to talk about this week's schedule. And before we talk about this week's schedule, we're just going to throw us out there. If you guys are trying to get to a game this weekend, uh, money's not too great right now, but you, you, know, you might be able to afford a ticket if you can get $20 off of a ticket. Uh, use code CFBTD at SeatGeek on your first purchase. That's $20 off your first purchase. CFBTD at checkout. SeatGeek first purchase, $20 on the house. Uh, go enjoy a game, guys. Uh, first game we're going to talk about is Penn State's going to look to bounce back Against Indiana. Nah, they'll, they'll win that game. Although, Windiana. Yeah, Indiana. Windiana. Windiana. Um, one of the other games, this is a big game. Uh, UGA-Auburn, this is a huge game for uh, Georgia. This keeps them alive-ish. Georgia's going to win. Yeah. I, I think Georgia should have a fairly good chance to win this game. Um we might we might be doing a little uh, behind the scenes to figure out a stat that's going to have them win the game. So we'll that'll be coming out in the next couple of months. A little model projections coming out. We'll break that down more as we get farther down the road with it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is let's just touch on this real quick. Rutgers is fifty-two point dogs against uh, Ohio State. Do you think and Ohio State covers? Does Ohio State cover? <laughs> I'd put Ohio State to cover a fifty-five point spread. Like I'm yeah. going to take an alternate line. Yeah, I, I I would think so as well, honestly. There's no shot that Rutgers. Oh, continue. Um, don't, don't, let me, don't let me get into the rant. Let's see. Uh, Minnesota Iowa. Iowa is favored in that game, so Minnesota. I'm rolling with the Hawkeyes. Still not getting any respect. And rightfully so, maybe. I I, I think they're good, but I think I'm gonna go at Iowa. It's hard to win at Iowa. 
Yeah, that's a pretty tough place to play. And LSU uh, backs up their number one ranking against Ole Miss this week, and I think they're going to pound Ole Miss into the ground. Oh, yeah, they're, they're really going to back it up. They might as well be playing Rutgers. Yeah, uh, so two uh, two big games for your guys out on the West Coast. Uh, you have Utah playing UCLA. Uh, that's Where's the big game? Oh, and then Oregon has Arizona. That's Oregon. Okay, now, here's one thing. I don't know if you know. Last year, Arizona played spoiler to Oregon Gear at first uh, on the road, I believe. Mm-hmm. So this is a big revenge game. They ran all over us, but uh, Khalil Tate poo-poo this year. So more poo-poo than last year. So we should be good. So let's jump in. I told you we were going to get into the playoff oh, rankings. Wait, I, I had one more thing I want to yeah. go over. Go. Just one other game. I forgot to mention this. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, stealing from uh, Barstool again. Loser leaves town. Uh, Michigan coaches? State's already left town. Uh, oh yeah, okay, it could be. Like coaches, not teams, yeah. just coaches. Loser yeah, gets fired. Uh, if Harbaugh doesn't get it done, they lose this game and then he loses to Ohio State. That's the icing on the cake. Like he is going to lose to Ohio State. I don't think Michigan has a fighter's chance against Ohio State this oh, year. Oh no, shot. They're fourteen. Ohio State should be fourteen point favorites, maybe more. So, um. I think that if he loses this game and then when he loses to Ohio State, they're going to have to look and see his record against those teams is not good. Uh, the least bit. So, I mean, he hasn't had the win. I saw a thing. It was like, you know, Harbaugh has been there for like five years and they showed like every coach in like the country, like the best coaches, quote unquote. It was like, these are all their best wins in five years or in their first five years. And it was like, what is Jim Harbaugh's best win in five years? Like he, he really like doesn't have a signature win. Uh, the last game I wanted to talk about quick is uh, Oklahoma Baylor. What do you think about that game? Uh, oh, you know what? We'll talk about. I know what we're gonna do. Okay. Uh, but I think this is obviously the biggest game that Baylor is gonna be tested with. Right as of now, I mean, if if Baylor wins this game, I think they play Texas next week, and that would give them like a very legitimate shot for having an argument to get into the playoff. If they win out, win the Big 12, and then they'll have those two wins. Because Texas, as, although they're not as highly ranked as they were in the beginning of the year, Texas is still a, a, they're a good enough team to say, hey, we beat Texas. Yeah, uh, sick on Bears. So I, I mentioned we were going to talk about something else. Uh, the likelihood, what do you think the likelihood is of a Baylor and Minnesota getting into the playoffs? Oh, one of them getting into the playoffs, like percentage-wise. It depends. So they both went out, win their conference championship, they're both in. Yeah, but like just like look at their schedule, and that's like. Although I think I think Baylor has a more chance of getting left out. The Big Twelve is a. They always get bullied. Because it's not a real conference. Um, Minnesota has a tough final three games. They have Iowa. That's, that's what I'm saying. If they went out, they might be like a two seed. Well, so they have Iowa this week. Northwestern they'll beat, and then they have Wisconsin at home, like at. Uh-huh. Minnesota, and then they'll have to beat Ohio State. Okay, and then they have to beat Ohio State again in the conference championship. No, 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 that's what I mean, conference championship. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So at that point, they would have had one, two, three, four ranked wins. And a top 10 win over Ohio State, a top 10 win over Penn State. So. And a top 15 over Wisconsin. Yeah, but the the committee puts a top 10 wins, like, separate. So I, I... Obviously winning out. So what if Minnesota wins out and loses in the conference championship game? Then they're, no, they're, they're probably six. Yeah. They, they they probably don't drop out of the top six. 
Okay, so while we're talking about rankings, um, what do you think of this week's LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia, uh, Alabama, and Oregon on the outside looking in? Uh, I get it because Alabama can't sustain their ranking. They don't have enough wins. Like They don't have a hard enough schedule to sustain where they're at. And also, I think Ohio State and Michigan, that's going to like play itself out at the end of the year. I mean, uh, Minnesota, my bad. LSU has, I think they don't have any more tests, right? They're, they're done. They're pretty good. LSU has really no more tests. They're done. Yeah, so I think the committee, it's fine for how it is for now. Oregon can obviously has a big chance to jump as long as they, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Went out. Oh, beat Utah. Yeah. Pac-12 champions beat Utah. <laughs> they're probably in over Georgia. Because yeah. then who's going to be? Who's going to be what? I'll help you figure it out. You know the things I'm trying to say right now. Well, Georgia, if the only shot Georgia has to get in is to win the SEC. And they're not going to. Exactly. So, I mean, that would be the biggest pain for you and Oregon's sake. Because say Georgia somehow does win the SEC and they beat LSU. Does the committee leave out LSU even with their wins? I don't know. Um, uh, who who they lost be to? Georgia? LSU's? Yeah, be, be the Georgia. Oh, no, they get in. Yeah, so that's... As much what, as my, the Oregon homer in me wants to say we get in, no shot. Yeah, so uh, my only argument with this week's ranking would be I honestly would like to... I probably would have put Oregon at four, honestly. I think yeah, their so, so loss I. is much better than Georgia's loss. Um, and it has continued to be a better loss. Because Auburn is still a top 15. Well, they're the 12th team now, 7-2, and two, compared to Georgia's loss against South Carolina. And South Carolina really hasn't been great since. And they lost. And that, if you look, because they look at context, it's not a computer anymore, obviously. They yeah. have to, they lost to a third-string quarterback. Yeah, there's, they, no, there's no getting around that. Tennessee. And, they will, I mean, like South Carolina, they've lost to Tennessee. And now they've lost to App State. So, like, their loss is looking to South Carolina is looking worse and worse as, like, the weeks go on. Absolutely. So, so I would have I would have done Oregon for Georgia, Alabama, or even flip-flop Alabama and Georgia. So, the last topic I wanted to do is Maction. Matt, did you watch any Maction this week? Yeah, I caught most of the games. No, I, no, no. I, the, the Maction I watched was. All right, so... um. The, fir- uh, the first Maction game I watched. No, no, no. You're not doing it right. It's the Maction I watched was. Oh, what I learned in boating school is. like for The Maction uh, I watched was. The Maction I watched was. Uh, there you go. Eastern Michigan okay. versus fellow Mac opponent, Akron. Uh-huh. And I also watched another Maction game. That's which was acceptable, I guess. Which was Western Michigan against MacFo, Ohio. Okay, what did you think of those games? Well, what did you think of that Maction? My Maction recap. And <laughs> I love it. Action, I'll give you the rundown because I was sitting. I, I the came Maction home, rundown. The Maction rundown. I came home and I walked to my house. My mom was watching TV. And she was like half watching, half on her phone. I said, Mom, give me the remote. Maction's on. And she said, what's on? I said, Maction. 
And she was like, well, what is that? Like for usually like my mom is like pretty like savvy with sports. Like she knows like probably most than like some guys that like I know. So she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, it's all like the Mac teams. Like they play on like Tuesdays and like random nights during the week. Cause like if they played on Saturday, they'd have a hard time competing. And she was like, okay. So I turned on the Akron game. And I think there was maybe five people there, which I even think that if it wasn't snowing, there would have been five people there. And she was like, what is this? Is this like bad football? And I was like, no, it's the best kind of football. It's Maction. Absolutely. So, so the Maction I watched was Eastern Michigan versus Akron. It's going to be the Akron, same games. <laughs> Akron went 16 quarters without a touchdown. And not in that one game. Not, not in that one game. 0-10 against the spread as well. But, uh, yeah, they're really, really bad, Akron. I don't know if you noticed. They somehow punted for zero yards. Impressive, though. Because, like you said, if that was on the one-yard line, that's, like, It's a goal to punt. Like, yeah, if you're on, punt. If, like, if they were on Eastern Michigan's one-yard line and they didn't have any other resources, they couldn't punch it in and they punted it and just zero-yard punt, that would have been a beautiful punt. Yeah, that would have been perfect. being that it's in your own zone, not the best punt. I agree. Their quarterback, also not great. I watched it with Thompson. He said Akron tackled like a high school team, and I could not agree anymore. Um, what was your play of the night, though? This is, this is a tricky one. Okay, the play of the night was, I think it was Eastern Michigan, their receiver. I can't think of his name right now. I think you got but the he... wrong I think you got the wrong direction. Huh? If I know what you're going to say. Huh? What do you, if you uh, keep saying what you're going to say, I'll tell you if you have the wrong directional Michigan in your head. What are you talking about? Just keep going, keep going. What were you going to say? Eastern Michigan's receiver ran up the sideline for a touchdown? No, oh, that's not what I was going to say. My play of the night. Yeah, I, was, I was real confused what was happening there, buddy. The Western Michigan lineman who was lined up as a receiver. Oh, oh, no. Yes, play of the week. After yes, the right. ball was snapped, did a cartwheel. Wait, uh, hold on. He DM'd us on Twitter, so we have to use his name. His did name is it? his name is Hagen Maservi. Well, he said he should have been a gymnast. Couldn't agree more. I, I really can't agree more with that. That is a beautiful cartwheel. Uh, and also, the play went for like a decent amount of yards. Let's see, I'm watching it right now. 35. Result of the offside. I guess by luck, that's the one. Result of the offside. I guess by luck, that's. That was a great play, dude. It wow. went from like the 35s to like the, the other 30. That's like a nice gain on a cartwheel. Yeah, the, the cartwheel pass. Now here's every, my question. Every team like, have one. Do you think like they practiced that? Like when they wrote it up, they were like, "All right, you, you're gonna do a cartwheel. Oh, you, you're you gonna." I, I, we, yeah, we should probably have more for an interview and talk about that play. Uh, what's going on then? But like in general, like. Imagine, like, having your coach be like, all right, remember that cartwheel play you worked on? Or running it. Yeah, he probably never thought that was going to come out in a game. Uh, also, one last thing to touch on with uh, Maction, and it kind of perfectly sums up Maction, was during the Akron game, you sent me a picture of the screen, and it was just oh, a picture yes. of the... Oh, yes! Can I commentate this? What happened? Yeah, yeah. So I'm watching the game, right? And the screen goes red. Red. And the guy goes, oh, when you look at that, the cameras needed the frost. They are frozen. And it switches to the radio broadcast. And 
one camera just zooms in on an Akron like banner hanging up, and it just stays as a still shot for that. And we listen to the radio broadcast for like ten minutes while the cameras warmed up. See, I, I think the best part of that was when you texted me and said the cameras froze. I thought like there was a technical problem and the cameras like stopped relaying footage. When in reality, they actually like physically froze. Yeah. Like that to me is just the pure definition of Tuesday night Ohio Maction. football. Maction. Yeah. The, the Maction Madness. Better than March Madness. There's actually some uh, matching going tonight. on right now as we're recording this. I know. I can't I mean, wait to go watch it. Let's face it. Nothing that can happen in Maction's game tonight can match what happened. What can Mac what happened on Tuesday night? Uh, you, have, you never know what Maction has in store, buddy. I, dude, Maction is like the most wild sporting events. Like to I'm, I'm watching Maction over the NFL night. Uh, it's the better sport. If Maction was its own sport. They should just get rid of the XFL and make it Maction. Yeah, probably. That'd be so much better. Only draft players who have played in Maction. Yeah. It's like a all like a Mac veteran team. Yeah. All right, we should probably wrap this up soon. Yeah, all right. So, I mean, we, we covered everything we had to cover. Talked about the rankings. Talked about um, Maction, which was the most important thing to cover, obviously, as you can tell. Uh, also, Maction is the easiest way to lose your money. Fact. Thompson's been on action tonight. So it's you, you just want to be like, oh, like last year when Buffalo was like nine and zero. I think they played Miami of Ohio, and I was like, there's no way this nine and zero Buffalo team is gonna lose to Miami of Ohio. And Maction struck. Yeah, and Buffalo is the best running back in the country, so yeah, Maction doesn't strike twice in the same place. You know who I'm right. talking about, right? Yeah, Jarrett. Yep, cool. All right, so I can't keep talking about Maction any longer. I could, but I'm not going to make you guys listen to it. I can always uh, so, talk about action. So that runs up this week's episode. Um, let us know what your guys' predictions are for this weekend's games. Again, if you use our Seeky code, let us know. We'll shout you guys out. We appreciate it every time you guys use it. Uh, so we'll see you guys next week unless there's a coach firing and we have to release an episode a little earlier. <laughs>